If you can do Instagram, you are sitting on a gold mine. Hey everyone, I'm Emily Reagan, and you've discovered Unicorns Unite. This is a podcast for freelancers, service providers, virtual assistants, and curious listeners who would like to experience the freedom and flexibility of working virtually. We're the magic makers, movers and shakers, and the real people doing the work behind the scenes of online businesses. Welcome to Unicorns Unite. Hey everyone, it's Emily Reagan here. So excited to have you listening to the podcast. I'm so honored and flattered. And I just love having you here and showing up every week. I love the messages I'm getting on Instagram, especially, and over in my free Facebook group. I am so proud of you for being open minded and constantly learning and just being here with me today. So, as you know, I am a unicorn VA. I'm a Jill of all trades. I can do a lot of things, and that's how I like it. Everyone else is teaching to specialize, specialize, and I really believe that being a generalist and knowing everything about online business to get started is so important. So Instagram is one of those doozies. When you first start off on Instagram, it can be a little bit confusing. It can be hard to know what to do. It can be hard when you don't know your client's business. But on the flip side, if you can quickly learn Instagram tasks, then you will easily, easily be hired and become one of those unicorns that's in demand. Because here's the thing, most of the job opportunities we're getting coming through from small business owners with small teams, they need somebody who can do a mix of tasks. And social media is quite often on that task, especially Instagram. Instagram is really fun, but it takes a lot of work to keep it going. And just with all the social media algorithms, you have to show up consistently. So it's very hard for small business owners to get ahead in some of their larger projects that they're working on when they have to constantly be on Instagram. Oh, what is my post today? What is my story for today? Got to remember to comment back. So there's little things to keep the algorithm happy, and it can end up being a huge time suck for business owners. So they're looking for a unicorn virtual assistant who knows social media strategy and can help them and somebody who really knows their business, their industry, and their customers. So I remember I was working for my big client at the time, Jennifer Allwood, who I worked with for about six years. And I remember her coming to me saying, we got to get on Instagram. Can you help? And I built a lot of my business by stepping up and helping her and my other clients and being open to learning. Now, sometimes I get that little old granny mindset where I'm like, crap, I don't want to learn a whole nother social media. I don't want to play that game. I don't want to start from nothing. But um, I wasn't using Instagram for myself at the time. So that was a little bit frustrating. And you can probably relate because you're seeing all the clubhouse talk out there. Everybody's on clubhouse and trying to build their following over there now. And it's like the next hot thing. Well, Instagram is obviously here to stay. It's a different demographic. It's a different social media. And there's a different way to do it than Facebook. One of my clients used to call Facebook the Walmart and Instagram the Target. And I just love how she said that. Instagram is about pretty pictures, but there's so much more to the strategy. Now, last week, we had Halima Salim on the show, and she was talking about how to help brick and mortars with Instagram. So I thought it would be appropriate to get into tasks you should be doing on Instagram. This can really help you if you are a newer virtual assistant, or even if you're a social media VA, to get the work and know what clients are really looking for. It's not rocket science here. These three main tasks are what you should start with and what you should be doing all of the time for your clients who are on Instagram. It would be great to get to a place where you're working ahead 
where you're not in the content wheel, where you're not planning out your post each day that you're able to batch and work ahead, you know, but it's not always like that at the beginning. And in the beginning, it can be very confusing when you're starting off. So we'll keep things simple with you here in this episode. But I encourage you to go back and listen to Halima's episode, which was number 43, right before this one in your podcast app. And she gives really good advice about how to help people, how to help these brick and mortar business owners, which we get a lot of those job leads, right? How to help clients show up in their store. It's still relevant today with COVID and some of the shutdowns during this pandemic, but this is really important because just being on social media and having a big following is not the same as people who are converting. Like It does not matter how many followers you have on Instagram. If they're not engaged, they're not buying, and they're not showing up to your store, right? And it's a different game when you're trying to get them to physically show up. So Halima has some great ideas for that. But I wanted to go back to my story. I was talking about Jennifer Allwood asking me to learn Instagram. And I'll tell you what I did. I dove in to every single thing I could learn about Instagram. But before I did that, I signed up for my own personal account and I started playing. And it was freaking confusing. And it's confusing with all of these social media platforms because they change. And like sometimes the little button, like that little post button on Instagram recently changed. I couldn't even figure out how to post a feed picture the other day or a couple of weeks ago because it changed where now it's in the top left corner. And you can't be the type of person that you let that like defeat you because it's always happening. Facebook ads are always changing. Algorithms are changing. Pinterest has done some massive changes. It's just the name of the game. And you have to come in with the mindset like I can figure it out. I can play with it and I'm helping my business owners. And when you can come to them and say, hey, did you hear about this update? Did you know that this changed or there's a new sticker or there's a new music button or there's a new thing called Reels? You look super smart. You become an invaluable asset to that team, which is great if you want to be there long term and really build up your position to maybe a full-time salary, director, manager type of role, or it just helps you you know, get work, right? Make money, pay the bills. So I was up for the challenge with Jennifer. I played with it on my own a lot. And I also started downloading all of the podcast, all of the webinars, anything I could learn for free because it's all out there. The social media strategy is out there. It's all about building the no like trust factor. And for everyone, it's a little bit different for every client. You don't have to just do one thing. Just because one person teaches it one way, it doesn't mean it's like an end all be all for everybody else. I learned a lot of the strategy. I put it into practice. I feel like Instagram was a little bit harder to master because we were doing more personal posts and that can be hard and you really have to get your client involved. And I'm going to talk about how to do these posts when you're not the one writing them. But even after I felt confident and I felt really good about Instagram, I still signed up for Jasmine Starr's social curator. I still became a part of that community. That's a whole nother funny story. Like the learning never stops. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I signed up for Tyler J. McCall's uh, follower to fan society. And I'm in that one. And what I'm going to tell you here is you do not need to take a $500 course just about Instagram. If you want to become an Instagram specialist, that's cool. But if you are a unicorn VA and you're enjoying this well-rounded variety of tasks, you do not need to go all in with that. You're not going to learn anything that crazy and that new. And everything that I have learned is out there for free. Plus, there's variations of what people teach. Okay. Now, I did start my own Instagram account in early 
like 2019, and it was very painful starting from scratch, knowing that I had done the work for my clients and then was starting from zero for myself. That follow-unfollow game people play really pisses me off. I don't like it, and I hate the phony cold DMs where people are just trying to get my business, especially when they start with a question like, hey, what do you do? Where I can tell they didn't even look at my profile or they send like a video DM and it's like made to the masses. It wasn't even personalized for me. Uh, I can't stand that kind of crap on Instagram. I like to be authentic. I like to be myself and I encourage my clients to do their thing and make it their thing. And you learn by testing. So you can give your clients so much assurance in that discovery call that, look, we're just going to try things and we're going to figure out what works and we're going to do more of what works. We're going to figure out what doesn't work. It can be really hard if you have a client who has unrealistic expectations and they expect each social media post to do better than the last. It doesn't work like that. It's not some like exponential growth here. There's going to be dips. There's going to be learning curves. And the whole important thing is that you're paying attention, you're looking at the stats, and you're willing to try things, right? Especially because, like I said before, the algorithm changes and what does well changes. I think about Pinterest right now. I've recently had to change one of my clients' Pinterest tactics because everything that we changed three years ago, we just changed back. Like that fashion from the 90s is in vogue again. It's kind of like that. Like the algorithm changed back to what it was and now it likes like the old way of doing things. And so just expect that kind of stuff to happen, right? So you know business owners are really eager for help here. Instagram is a doozy. Some people aren't even on it. Usually you'll find business coaches encouraging online business owners to pick one social media and go all in. I think it's good to go ahead and start everything because it's just a slow a slow snowball effect. Go ahead and have your clients start Instagram if they're not on there and just hook it up so Facebook and Instagram are posting the same things. I think it's going to be quicker growth if you just start now. It's that Chinese proverb about planting a tree. The best time to plant a tree, yeah, it was 20 years ago or it's today right now. So get your clients started if they're not on there, especially if their clientele and their ideal customers are on Instagram. The funny thing about Instagram is people don't necessarily like to click away from it, but I'll tell you, I buy stuff from Instagram ads all the time. So it works. Just know that that platform is a little bit different than other platforms where you expect to click, like Pinterest. You expect to click and go away and find more content. Instagram is really about nurturing the people there. It's about building an audience of potential customers, of friends who can share each other's networks, and it's about being entertaining and engaging. Instagram really loves when you do Instagram things and you stay on Instagram. (laughs) What I mean by that is reels, stories, filters, polls, stickers. The more active you are on Instagram, that's just better. So let's go into the three tasks you can be doing if you're a social media VA, and that way it kind of go behind the curtain. You don't feel as nervous to take on your first Instagram client. And this is also why I do like to encourage you to charge hourly at the beginning because you don't really know the status of your client's business, how organized they're going to be. And once you get a good feel of that, I encourage you to get into packages, social media packages, especially when you know you're the one doing the writing or you know the state of their photos and they're organized because it can take a lot of extra time if you underestimate the work 
and you realize, oh my gosh, I have to go find photos. I have to make graphics. The client doesn't have anything ready or organized. And then it's like double the work than what you first quoted. And then you're working for like five bucks an hour. Not cool. So I like to encourage you to start with hourly. But it's so liberating once you get out of that. Okay, so scheduling post. When you're just starting, I encourage you to have your client write the post right a week ahead of time, two weeks ahead of time possible, and have that like maybe in a Word document is what I like to start with because you can see all the mistakes and have it planned out. Especially if there's a launch going on, you really do want things planned out, but have it planned out and you can go in there as the social media VA, grab the right photo, right? And you could link to that photo in your document. You could have a smaller thumbnail of it so you guys are on the same page. Maybe your client cares. Maybe they don't care. This document could be a way for them to approve things. You can also use this document that I'm talking about in any kind of project management tool, depending on what your client uses. You could have Trello boards. You could have an Asana checklist. You could make it fit for whatever your client uses. Monday.com works well too. So I'm just keeping it simple with the doc. And you'll go in there and grab it and you'll schedule it. Now, the best place to schedule Instagram posts is inside the Facebook Creator Studio. And what's cool is you don't have to have access to their Instagram to do that. You can get in there and schedule it. It can be a little finicky. I've had some of my posts drop and that's why I like just like completely disappear and it sucks and it created so much work. So have that document, that backup place. So your client's not just writing from scratch inside the Facebook creator studio or you're not. So schedule it in there. Why? Because it's native to Instagram. Facebook and Instagram are married. They're together. And if you use the Facebook creator studio to schedule, that helps, right? Facebook and Instagram, they don't like social media schedulers. And they often times you'll hear that they're dinged a little bit in the algorithm and they get less eyeballs when you use outside third-party AIPs. So you could use that one. I actually use a program called Later. I really like it because there's no push notifications and I love the stats. The stats are so much better than what I can get in Creator Studio. Things might have changed since the last time I looked at the data, but I love Later. There's also a popular program called Planoly. I used that a couple years ago. Didn't love it, but it might have changed them. But that's another popular scheduler. And I'll put all of these inside the show notes so you can click and learn about them. And if your client's like, hey, I need somebody who only knows Agora Pulse, just relax. Like you can learn that stuff. You know, you could take a couple tutorial videos that show you how to do it. Your client could have a SOP, a standard operating procedure that shows how they do it and how they like it. And you could totally learn any of these schedulers. Okay. No problem. I used to do social sprout all the time for Jennifer Allwood. Um, I know a lot of big wig social media management companies will use things like Hootsuite, um, Smarter Q is one that one of my clients really loves. Um, Tyler J. McCall uses the Agora Pulse that I was talking about. There are so many options. And what I like to do, though... Hey, this podcast is sponsored by my very own GIF and sticker making workshop. Turn your clients' videos into GIFs, design branded stickers for Instagram stories, and master the art of making your own GIF for promo emails. This is fun unicorn magic that we can do behind the scenes easily for our clients. The workshop is one hour, just $17.99. The link is in the show notes or go to emilyreaganpr.com slash GIF workshop. That's G-I-F workshop. Back to the show. 
you know me, I like to use free. That's why I like Facebook Creator Studio, unless my client is paying for it. And then I say, hey, let's do later. That's my my two cents there. So in this regard, your client's doing the writing. You're learning their voice, but you're just scheduling it and getting it off their back because that does take time. Adding the hashtags, uh, scheduling at the right time. You're going to want to look at the data and play with the most popular time. When people are on Instagram is the best time to do it. A lot of my posts go out at 3 p.m. every day because that's when Instagram is at its prime for my people. I don't know why. I guess we're all done with the workday by three. (laughs) Kids are out of school at three or something like that. But that's going to lead to your success. And you're going to want to play with it and play with the time that you post for your clients. And at the beginning, you're like, is this even really helpful? Totally, it is. Your client could sit down and batch a week's worth of content and you could schedule it. And one way, if you're starting new, is go ahead and dip into their weekly email, dip into their blog, and you start crafting some of those posts for Instagram and get them to approve it in that Word document and edit it. And so you can learn their style. It doesn't happen overnight. You're not going to know their brand voice inside and out. You're not going to know their innermost heartfelt feelings and their concerns and their worries that they want to share with their followers or whatever. You're not going to know all of that. You're going to need their input. And it's going to be a process where you work together. So have faith with that. And just know there's tons of different types of Instagram posts you can do. When you're doing it, generally, you want to stop the scroll with the photo, have a really good hook, have that first sentence that somebody wants to click, read more and read the whole post. You'll see long posts. You'll see short posts. You'll see posts trying to get people into the DMs or trying to get the clicks or trying to get the listens. But the bottom line is if you can get people in their feed to stop on your post, and read more, even bookmark it. That's a good one too. Instagram will give your client's account more favor. Okay, you can dive more into different types of content in tons of other different trainings. And we could talk about that later. But for here, just know that this is a task that's helpful, just scheduling the post. And then maybe over time, maybe if you're a writer, you can start writing. And if you are writing, you're going to be charging more, okay? (laughs) The second task you can be doing as a social media VA is engagement, spending 10, 20 minutes a day interacting with posts, interacting with hashtags, interacting with comments, even the DMs, and getting that account active. Clients do not have time to do this. They'll have their social media VA engage with other Instagram users who are interested in similar topics, and they'll usually find them on hashtags because you can explore those. You can click, comment, follow, like, engage, start conversations. That could be a great thing for you to do when your client gives you specific ideas who they want to connect with and who would be their potential buyer. Now, don't do this in like a spammy spam way, but it is a helpful thing because like we said, Instagram wants people on Instagram and rewards those people. One tactic that needs to be done with every post is if somebody leaves a comment, you need to comment back. That could be something really easy for you to do if your client is very hands-off and doesn't want to be responding to every single comment. It could be little things. Just make sure they're more than three words and not just an emoji. But it could be little answers like, hey, thanks for reading, and then ask a question. Asking a question is a good tactic to get the conversation continued, right? To get people to share. And it just helps you learn more about your client's ICA, which is ideal customer avatar, their ideal client, their ideal 
future buyer and just get them talking to you. Some clients will even want your help in the DMs, in the direct messages, in the inbox, because it can be hard. Uh, Sometimes there are spammers in there. You have your main inbox, and then you have your kind of spam inbox, and you want to keep an eye on both of those and have real conversations with people who are potential clients and customers, right? But some clients don't want you in the DMs, and you might just keep an eye on it and say, hey, you need to go to respond to these people. Other people, if it's just inquiries, you might have some kind of frequently asked question um, Google bank, like a Word doc with the most asked questions, and you can just copy and paste those responses. I have to tell you, though, getting access to your client's Instagram is hard at the beginning, so have patience. It's kind of better if you have them there ready so when you log in, they are doing the two-factor authentication for you to get you in. But I've had some clients that get really nervous because They don't like multiple people logging in, but if your client wants you to be doing engagement, you have to have access to their Instagram account. You can't just do this from Facebook Creator Studio. So keep in mind that that takes time and it might try your patience. (laughs) Okay, so engagement is just really important and something that business owners don't have a lot of time to keep up with. You can do it. You have common sense. You'll have that frequently asked questions bank to rely on, and this will also be really invaluable experience to help you gain insight for your client's business, and you'll be able to move on to other really important roles. Who knows? You might be helping with a launch down the road. You might be helping with content marketing down the road, because when you're in the DMs and you're interacting with the people, you get a lot of ideas. So bring that to the table and wow your client. All right, task number three is hashtag research and creating that hashtag bank. You can do the research based on where your client's ideal customers are hanging out. What are the popular hashtags? You don't want to get into hashtags that are over a million. There's no way your posts are going to rank for that. But remembering to follow those hashtags, interact with people on those hashtags, and use those hashtags on the right post. Since you don't want to be using the same hashtag on every single feed post, you want to create a hashtag bank so you can switch it out. So for instance, my client, Wendy, she has a podcast about brick and mortar stores, specifically the creative paint retailers. So we had a hashtag bank just for her Instagram post that dealt with her podcast. So that was a mix of store owners, podcast hashtags, etc. But that isn't something we're going to use on every single post. So for each post, you can have 30 hashtags. I suggest you max it out because this will help you, your client, get discovered on Instagram. I had the opportunity to ask Tyler J. McCall about timing of those hashtags, and he said it didn't really matter, but you should add your hashtags at the time of your post. That way it will rank and show up quicker in some of those explore areas when you have like the top post or the most recent post. So I just say this because I had a friend saying she waited a day to add her hashtags, and I found out that there was no point in doing that. You can have your hashtags inside your post. You can have them in the first comment. One of the reasons I love using later is it lets you go ahead and pre-populate, pre-determine, pre-write, and schedule that first comment. So if your client is one of those people who likes their hashtags there, you can just stick it in that first comment. Just know that clients just need your help here. So if you can keep your eyes on different hashtags that are trending that maybe you could capitalize on, go for it. 
uh, especially trendy ones, pop culture ones, but you also want to bring in the right person. And you want to be showing up on your main hashtags consistently, and that will help you rank as well. So those are my three main tasks to do when you're just starting as a social media VA. They are scheduling the post, engagement for 10 to 20 minutes a day, and then performing the hashtag research in the hashtag bank. You can really get into the data with those hashtags and see which ones are performing and which ones aren't, and that can help you determine which ones work down the road. But at the beginning, this is a great start. Now, as a bonus, I have a bonus, you can start helping with their stories. This is hard at the beginning when you don't know their business very well, but I find myself coaching a lot of my newer clients with story ideas because they don't always know what to do. And these stories, Instagram stories, are really important. They help build the rapport. You have an opportunity to show behind the scenes, show your face more, and then they disappear in 24 hours. So there's less pressure. Like the feed post sometimes feels like it needs to be a little bit more curated and it doesn't need to be perfect. Everyone has a different style, but the stories are getting more traction, more eyeballs than the feed post. I've heard the data on that. So have your client showing up in the stories. I offer to do two to three a week with my Instagram clients, and then I make them do two to three themselves. So the two to three I do are usually story cards graphic designs, things I'm doing with photos, reminders. You can use Canva. It's a really good tool to make really pretty Instagram stories. But those other two to three, the client needs to be showing up. They need to be showing their face. They need to be showing their environment. What is it like to work with them? What is their why story? Just showing their face and helps me figure out which clients I want to work with long-term because the clients who are serious about building their business will follow these directions and do the work. The clients who aren't as serious, they won't won't do it. And I know long-term we're not going to work out, right? You have to be showing up on social media and showing your face. Now, this goes with your own business too, my friends. I'll talk about that in just a little second. Okay. One little trick with those stories is have your clients go ahead and film things in advance and then send you the videos and then you can piece them together. Stories are time consuming, very, very time consuming. It takes work to add hashtags to every card, to add tags to every card, stickers and whatnot. So if you can get your client to film anything ahead of time, especially if you have a launch coming up, if they're in a space where Maybe they're a DIY client and that blog isn't even coming out for two weeks. Have them go ahead and film the little quickie videos now, and then you can piece it together for them. So, okay, your business, you need to be doing Instagram. If you're going to be doing this and offering this as a service, you need to be doing Instagram for yourself, which can be really hard when you're starting out new and you don't have pretty photos of you sipping coffee, tucking your hair behind your ear. You know what I'm talking about. You need to have an account, but you don't have to be Insta-famous. You do need to show your face too. All of the Instagram and social media strategies work for you as a freelancer, as a service provider, and virtual assistant. You need to demonstrate your knowledge and capability of using Instagram. And you do that with your own professional account. I'm not saying an account with all of your kids. You need to have a separate business account. And I just encouraged my students to do this last month. So I'm going to tell you now, you don't have to be posting daily. You don't have to play that game. What I encourage you to do is at least put together a puzzle grid 
as a placeholder for your Instagram account. That puzzle grid will showcase that you know what to do. It will show that you know how to do graphic design. You know how to write a couple posts. And I think it's kind of impressive personally, the design. And you could use the design to talk about your pain points of people who need to hire VAs and get help, especially on Instagram, if this is something you want to do. It can show your knowledge of hashtags. And I kind of think it's nice because I stay clear or I would advise my small business owners who are not thinking about hiring a full-time teammate anytime soon to stay clear of the VAs who look like they're kicking ass on Instagram because they're probably not going to be with you long-term. They're probably trying to build their own business, do their own thing, and you might just be interim work for them. So look for that virtual assistant. That's what I would tell my business owner friends. Look for the virtual assistant who demonstrates knowledge but isn't trying to be insta-famous. This means you need to start your Instagram account, get it pretty. Some business owners are really particular. They want to know that you know about filters, that you have a good eye because they want their accounts to have a certain look. And your opportunity with a simple puzzle grid, just nine images, you can showcase all of that. And that can act as your portfolio or, or in your client inquiries, you can share your account to show. And who cares how many followers you have? Like I said, it looks better, I think, when you have less and you're not trying to be Insta-famous. All right, I hope you learned a thing or two on this episode. I really love Instagram now. Once I gave up the competition for trying to have the most numbers, I had more fun with Instagram. I started showing up as myself. Once I went and got some professional photos, I really felt better with my account because I am not a girl who does selfies or duck lips. I hate taking selfies. I'm so self-conscious, especially if somebody is like in the room with me. I don't do selfies. So getting that professional photo shoot made all the difference for my account. It took time. I'm not doing anything schemy, but it took time. So I would love it if you're listening to this. If you would go follow me on Instagram, I'll follow you back. Tell me you were listening. I would love it even more if you took a screenshot and shared in a story and tagged me. I will totally share you too. Um, I just want to know that you're here and you're learning and I can't thank you enough. Okay. So next week on Unicorns Unite, we're going to be talking about different personality types and how you work best with clients. Knowing yourself and your client types is going to be so very useful. And this is not the Enneagram, the Myers-Briggs, the DISC. We're talking about the CVI assessment. If you're doing this Instagram work for your clients and this online business work, it can be really easy to get just all consumed by it because it's never ending. There's always lots to do. And it's so easy for clients to reach us nowadays, right? You'll feel like you're on the clock all the time. And this next episode and knowing your CBI personality type is going to help you with setting those boundaries and helping you work better and smarter inside the online digital world. So thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. ready to learn the digital marketing and social media skills that will get you hired online, head over to vacrashcourse.com where you can learn about my five-week program, the Digital Media VA Crash Course. Small business owners and solopreneurs want to hire someone who gets it and who can help them implement just about everything. They're looking for a magical assistant who does it all. With my comprehensive training, you can get your foot in the door and become a unicorn. Check out vacrashcourse.com.
then um, what am I trying to say here? So start your Instagram. So start. So sometimes they'll have a strategy where at their social media VA will go what they call do. <sighs> I can speak English. 